you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? It is Wednesday, April 12, 2023. Welcome to the NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We're, we're going to try to do our own pro days or something. You might recognize that I am not Marcus Grant. I'm Michael F. Florio, but I'm still joined by Marcus Grant, who's having his Michael Jordan flu game. Right yeah, now. I, don't, I don't completely sound like Marcus Grant. Uh, <laughs> the voice is a little rough, so bear with me, but we're going to get it out. I got my, my tea with my lemon and honey. Um, we're going to do this as best we can today. I, I like to think that it's because you were cheering for, for LeBron and the Lakers too But it's not the case. Time. No, <laughs> not at all. No, my, my team doesn't play till Saturday, so we, we got to wait till that. Same. Knicks, Warriors, Saturday. It's going to be a fun fun time. But you came to listen to this for some NFL draft talk. Uh, so I want to save Marcus's voice. We're going to get right into it. Uh, we're going to continue our division previews and, and go ba- team by team based on what they could do in this year's NFL draft. And right now we're going to start with the AFC North going in alphabetical order. So we're, we're fair. We don't we don't pick favorites or anything like that. Uh, we're going to start with the Baltimore Ravens, who have five total picks. Uh, their first being the 22nd uh, in the first round. And right now their their team needs wide receiver, cornerback, 
uh, quarterback, which is not great considering Maybe. that they they could easily solve the quarterback yeah. situation. You just you just gotta pay a guy who you've had the last four or five years. Uh, don't see why you wouldn't want to pay that guy. But looking at some of who who they have mocked. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah has Joey Porter, the cornerback from Penn State, going to them. Bucky Brooks has Cam Smith, also a cornerback out of South Carolina. And then Lance Zerloin has uh, one that I find fun and that I see a lot of people mocking, Zay Flowers going to Boston College. But as someone who really likes Zay Flowers' game, I'm hoping he doesn't end up in Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of like when Rashad Bateman went there, right? Everybody loved his talent. It was a bad situation for him. And... Injuries have definitely played a part, but he also has been in an offense that has been run heavy, and I think that's the concern with Zay Flowers. Um, side note, the idea of Joey Porter being a Raven is hilarious because <laughs> his father, the other Joey Porter, you know, was a big-time rival of the Ravens for years. Um, I think they need a wide receiver. Um, you know, who knows how long this Lamar Jackson impasse is going to last, but... I think drafting a wide receiver shows that you are trying to make amends, that you're trying to build something with him. And I don't think adding Odell Beckham Jr. is enough. You know, they went out and did that last week. They bring him in. He's a nice veteran presence. And, you know, but you're talking about a guy who, what, is on the wrong side of 30, has had a couple of major injuries, um, you know, hasn't played football in over a year, got hurt, you know, in that Super Bowl two seasons ago now. Um I don't think he's the answer to their question. They have a new offensive coordinator in Todd Monken, who is going to be, I think, a little more. I don't know how you can be less pass heavy than Greg Roman. So he's going to be more pass heavy than Greg Roman was. So I do think a Zay Flowers add to that team would be nice to go along with hopefully a healthy Bateman, a developing Devin Duvernay. Uh, whatever Odell Beckham can give you, I think that gives you, a, and, and like, let me not forget Mark Andrews, who's probably still going to be the target leader on this team. Um, Zay Flowers just feels like a better fit for what this team needs right now and hopefully is the olive branch to make Lamar Jackson think, you know what, maybe I'll stick around and see what we can do together. Yeah, I, I think Zay Flowers would be a really good real-life fit for the Ravens and, and would help that offense go just be more dynamic and more explosive. But just for fantasy, I don't want him on a team that's going to be so run heavy with multiple, like, because at best, Zay Flowers would probably come in and he'd be behind Mark Andrews, likely behind Odell and Rashad Bateman. Um, on Odell, real quick, just a fantasy spin on that. Don't don't reach for Odell in, in, when you do best <laughs> ball drafts or anything. To me, I don't really have much of an interest in him, but if I did, it would have to be as a late round flyer at best. I was amazed at the money that Odell Beckham got. When I saw up to $18 million, I was like, cool. Oh, man. It's going to be like a $5 million contract or something and covered it. No. Odell got, per year, he is going to be making the most of any free agent wide receiver this year, which kind of boggles the mind. But hey, him and Odell were, uh, him and Lamar were on FaceTime. You saw them in the club together. May maybe it's, my initial reaction was like, okay, this is a good thing for Lamar until I saw the money. And I was like, no, Odell was just yeah. getting the most money he possibly could. I mean, good for him. But I don't know that, that this solves what Baltimore has to do offensively. I just don't. I, uh, Brian Drake, who does a lot of great stuff. You can find him on Twitter at Drake Fantasy, uh, tweeted, 
OBJ is the new Josh Gordon. He's the fantasy ghost that people will chase until their final breath. Um, yeah. And I think there's some truth to that. I do. I, I, and also, what doesn't help is the fact that, just like Josh Gordon, whenever you see Odell Beckham, not only is he, like, like one of the swaggiest dudes alive, but, like, he just looks like if, if this guy stepped on the football field, he can go. He could still go for 1,500. We know yeah. that he can anymore, but he has that look, and I think it's very deceiving. Um, but it's going to be... An interesting couple of months for the Ravens and who they take in the first round of the draft is probably like the third biggest thing that might happen to this team uh, over the next couple of weeks. Uh, moving to the Cincinnati Bengals, who last year were in the AFC Championship game, two years ago were in a Super Bowl, but they lost some pieces on defense. They're going to have to start re-signing a lot of their young offensive pieces. They have seven total picks in this draft. The first comes 28th overall. Uh, and their team needs, no surprise, offensive tackle. It feels like it's been offensive line for like a decade now that this team is needed. Uh, they also could use tight end, which feels a little disrespectful to my boy Irv Smith, uh, <laughs> and, and running back because who knows what is going to happen with Joe Mixon right now. And they don't have much depth behind him. So looking at, at the first round mocks, DJ has uh, Darnell Wright, the, the tackle from Tennessee, which would go a long way in protecting uh, Joe Burrow. Bucky has Dalton Kincaid, which the tight end out of Utah would be a lot of fun, but that offense already has an, uh, an abundance of riches. And Lance Erlon has Luke Musgrave, the tight end from Oregon State. So multiple of our guys projecting a tight end. Uh, if they were to go do that, even add to the, the O-line, our question right now, we're like, should they take a running back on day two? I think they should. Um, you know, I don't. I don't think... I mean, maybe there's a chance B. John Robinson is there at 28. Who knows? But I don't I don't know that that's the move. I think they wait till day two, second round, third round. They find a guy because it's weird. This whole Joe Mixon thing, maybe he's going to get let go. There's no real clarity on it right now. But having lost Samaj P. Ryan, um, they're going to have to fill that backfield some kind of way. So I think that has to be a priority for this offense. They've got the quarterback. Uh, they've got the pass catchers. I actually wouldn't want to see them take a Kincaid or a Musgrave because, as you mentioned, whoever it is is going to be behind Chase and Higgins and probably Boyd for targets. So adding a tight end doesn't help us and our greedy fantasy desires. Um, I would really like to see them spend that first-round pick on an offensive tackle, something to protect Joe Burrow, make that offense as a whole better. But I think a running back has to be, has to be in their plans. Uh, especially if they're planning on moving on from Joe Mixon. And uh, just just for those who don't follow the draft as closely as we do, like day two running backs are, they're what litter the first round of fantasy. It's not a knock like, at all. No, not yeah. Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker last year were day two picks. Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, like day two picks. Like you, Damian Pierce, you can find a lot of talent even past the second or third round uh, in, in, at the running back position just based on how the NFL values the position, but I agree because not only one has Joe Mixon missed time throughout his NFL career, and, and we saw last year how big of a savior Samaj P. Ryan was at times, but this guy can't see out of the news lately and stuff, so who knows if they're going to end up, if he's even going to be on the roster, because there's a, still a lot of rumors that they might just get rid of him and, and decide to save the money there because they're going to have to pay Burrow and Chase and Higgins and, and you save the money wherever you can at that point. Uh, the Cleveland Browns, eight total picks in this year's draft, but unfortunately for them, none until the third round. 
Um, because you may have heard that they gave all of their picks away for a quarterback last year uh, in Deshaun Watson and then guaranteed his contract. Uh, but right now their needs are D-end, linebacker, and running back. Some possible options because, again, they don't have a pick till the third round, uh, like a Zach Evans, a running back out of Mississippi. I know uh, we're going to be talking to Emery Hunt on a later episode of the show. He'd be saying, go get Deuce Vaughn right now. But uh, when I look at this Browns team on offense, I don't see a lot of holes, at least at the skill. Like, they have good receivers, a good tight end, running back with Nick Chubb, and obviously the quarterback. Do you see any needs out of maybe a backup running back? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't see any needs that they can fill easily in this draft. Um, I think they need another receiver to sort of support Amari Cooper. I think DPJ is – Donovan Peoples-Jones is nice. Uh, I think they can do better. Um, but I don't – you know, without a pick until the third round, uh, I just don't see them being able to really address those needs very adequately. So in that case, yeah, go back, bolster that backfield a little bit, um, you know – I remember a couple weeks ago there was some chatter that maybe they were ready to move on from Nick Chubb, which I thought was like the dumbest thing I'd ever heard in a while. Because <laughs> I don't know why you would willingly get rid of Nick Chubb unless you absolutely have to, um, and they don't have to. So the, you know, then the question becomes, who is that? Who, who's who's that number two guy? Uh, you know, is it the Ernest Johnson? Is it Jerome Ford? Is it you know who who could it be? Uh, but why not create some competition, go out and get, as you mentioned, maybe a Deuce Vaughn, maybe a Zach Evans, uh, you know, maybe uh, Devonna Chain is, is still there. Who knows? But go out and get some competition because, you know, you are getting to a point where you're going to have to figure out what you're doing with Nick Chubb. As much as I love running backs and want guys to get paid, the reality of the NFL is that guys don't. So, um, you know, I, I think with what they have and the limited number of picks, what do they got? To, they have eight picks, but not until the third round. Just because you're talking like you know, late day two and then mostly day three, uh, you know, try to try to get some backups at some key positions. Uh, and again, for us greedy fantasy folks, running back seems to be a need for them. And I, I think maybe as a fantasy community, we have Nick Chubb fatigue or something. Maybe like, you don't hear a whole lot about a guy who had a career high over 1,500 rushing yards and 12 touchdowns last year, but he's still in early drafts. I know it was like a low end uh, RB one. And my thing has always been like, oh, well, Kareem Hunt's going to catch too many passes. There's no one right now. Uh, obviously, we have to see as uh, the draft. But this is a team with limited picks. So if they don't take a running back with one of their like third-round picks, let's say, we could be looking at Nick Chubb potentially having a career year next year if he's getting more pass-catching opportunities. And no one – I haven't seen a single person really getting excited about Nick Chubb. It's just like, yeah, he's Nick Chubb. It means like, you know, it's the guys we take for granted. Maybe that's a list we do this summer. Uh, <laughs> guys we take for granted, right? Because, um, you know, for years, Mike Evans, I think, was one of those. Tyler Lockett's one. Nick Chubb seems to be one. Keenan Allen is one. Yep. Just these guys are just like, ho-hum. Keenan Allen is going to get me 100 catches and 1,100 yards and eight touchdowns. Bleh. Yeah. You love it, though. I I'll glad. I mean, I've been low on Nick Chubb, but now I'm talking about, like, in the past compared to others. Like, I've always had him as, like, top 12, but I'm closer to 12 than, like, the top. But, yeah, now I'm like, if if this is his backup competition, and they he had more targets last year than he has in years. Like, if they want to start throwing him the ball more, I will gladly be, especially everyone's going to take receivers in round one. You'll get Nick Chubb, like, mid to late second round. I'll sign up for that all. That doesn't suck. Yeah, I'll take that all day long. Now, the Pittsburgh Steelers round out the north here. 
They have seven total picks. Their first one comes 17th overall. Uh, their team needs O-line, cornerback, defensive line. And looking at the first-round mocks, uh, DJ has Broderick Jones, the uh, offensive tackle from Georgia, going there. Bucky has Deontay Banks, the cornerback from Maryland, uh, and which is exactly what Lance Erlon has as well. Uh, the Steelers have so much talent. <laughs> Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, like Pat Fryermuth. What do they have to do, though, to actually be interesting? I don't know. Um, so when I was putting the rundown together and I was thinking about this question, um, the thing that came to mind is the movie The Fan. And I know we've put the film festival on hold for now. <clears throat> the Fan comes out in 1996. I was in college. I remember my roommate says, hey, we should go see The Fan. And his whole pitch was, it's Wesley Snipes. It's Robert De Niro. It's baseball. And I was like, I'm sold. I've never seen it, and I'm sold right now. I'm sold. That movie was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. Um, and that's sort of how I feel about the Steelers, right? They've got Deontay Johnson. They've got Najee Harris. They've got Pat Fryermuth. They've got George Pickens. They have all these pieces that seem really exciting. I don't want to watch the Steelers <laughs> play offense. I don't. I don't know if this means they need a new coordinator. I, you know, maybe we need Kenny Pickett to really take a big step forward in the offseason. I don't know. I don't see any skill position needs that really should be addressed right now. But I also don't see anything that really excites me about drafting Steelers this year. So I don't really know what sort of magic dust needs to be sprinkled on it. I can't figure it out. I don't know. I, my thinking, because obviously they're not going to get rid of Kenny Pickett one year. He was the 20th pick uh, last season. So my thinking was, like, move on from the coordinator. But they brought Matt Canada back. And to me, this offense was extremely, extremely vanilla last year. Um, the only thing that, that stands out to me with the Steelers is, one, Najee Harris is still going as, like, a borderline top 12 running back in early drafts. Mm. I don't – I'm like, did people forget what the Najee Harris experience last year was? <laughs> on the flip side of that, though, Deontay Johnson is, like, barely a top 40 wide receiver in ADP. I'll glad I'm like this guy, even though he struggled last year, he was still getting like double digit targets each week. I will gladly sign up for that. So maybe you could find some value with the Steelers, but certainly not an offense that we are going to be banging the table for or that we are going to be super excited about. But a uh, good place to take a quick break. When we come back, we will talk about the NFC North. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm -hmm. 
you think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard. But All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Welcome back to the NFL Fantasy Football Show. We're going to talk some NFC North here, and uh, I think Adam Rank's ears might be ringing because it's time to talk some Chicago Bears who have 10 total picks in this year's draft. Of course, the draft was starting with Chicago, but they gave that right to Carolina. So their first pick comes ninth overall. Their team needs D-line, O-line, cornerback, uh, DJ has Peter Skaronsky, uh, the offensive tackle from Northwestern. So does Buck, uh, Bucky, and I actually I think that fit is perfect for what the Bears need. Uh, Lanzerloin uh, has Lucas Van Ness, the edge from Iowa. Um, do you think the Bears, outside of offensive line, which I think we all would agree they need to bolster up a bit, do you think they have enough pieces on offense for Justin Fields? I think they do. Um <clears throat> Adding, obviously getting DJ Moore helps a lot. That gives them the receiver that they've been needing. I would like to see them draft another pass catcher, but it's not an immediate need. They don't need to do that, you know, day one. 
uh, you know, maybe not even early in day two. If they can wait till in, later in day two or day three, I think that's fine. But I do think they need to sort of stack some pass catchers around him. Um, but I do think for the most part, they sort of have their offense in place. And I think, you know, they, they're in a position now where they can really start to, uh, I think, fairly and truly evaluate what Justin Fields is. We saw a lot of it last year. We saw him really develop and take a big step forward. I mean, that's the reason that, you know, he's going to get drafted in fantasy as a top five quarterback this year. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, but now I think we get to see what he can be, or at least get an idea of what he can be as a passer, right? You've got DJ Moore there. Hopefully Darnell Mooney can can stay healthy and sort of help out. Uh, like, you know, what we saw from Cole Komet developing a little bit. So, uh, you know, they get Deontay Foreman in the backfield. Not spectacular, but steady, right? Uh, so I think there's beginnings of something there. Again, if they want to spend a day three pick on on a wide receiver, I wouldn't complain about it. But for the most part, I think they got an offense that they can be ready to roll with this year. I agree with you. And I think last year, like Darnell Mooney is a two who was moonlighting in the role of a one. But now I think he gets to play like, his, his what he should be like like a, a number two opposite of DJ Moore who could stretch the field what I really like about their top three receivers in Moore Claypool and Mooney they can all play in the slot they can all play out wide so you could kind of use them like chess pieces and move them all over the field I agree with you I, I would like to see them get a pass another pass catcher maybe someone uh, who could add some explosiveness to this offense but Vilas Jones Jr. sitting on this roster, and he was drafted because he's fast. So uh, maybe, maybe he could do something like that. I like the the depth that they've built, like adding a Robert Tunyon behind a Cole Komet, a, a Homer and a Deontay Foreman behind Khalil Herbert. I, I think they're going to do what they did last year uh, in the draft, which is just a bunch of big offensive linemen. Yeah. Like, I, I think that is what they're going to do. Uh, and it's kind of smart. Like, you get your skill, your skill piece, guys through other ways and then you just you get blue chip o-linemen through the draft uh that that seems to be the way the bears are going this might sound like a bizarro world but we are going to talk about the team that is right now the favorites to win this division the detroit Lions. cynthia freeland doesn't want to hear that i i I have a tweet that has been in my draft since free agency that i'm too scared to send it just says the lions are winning the north i i i truly believe it though like that's when you send out like Friday night at like eleven o'clock. Right. <laughs> I I forget what the move was. They something happened with the Lions, and I was just like, "This team is gonna win it." There's, there, oh, it was when Aaron Rodgers was like, "I'm not coming back." I was like, "Yeah, the Lions are winning this division." <laughs> um, but the Lions have nine total picks, uh, two in round one, six from the Rams, and then their pick of 18th overall. They have a lot of different directions they can go with this. Uh, their team needs. D-line, defensive back, and tight end. Right now, DJ has them drafting uh, Devin Witherspoon, the cornerback out of Illinois. Uh, and, and then with the second pick, he has them taking a Cansey, the defensive tackle out of Pitt, uh, which is exactly what Bucky Brooks has. And then Lance Erlon has Devin Witherspoon. They all have Devin Witherspoon with the, their first pick at six that overall. seems like a lock, right? It, especially, they just traded uh, Jeff Ak- uh, Akuda. Akuda? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I feel like if it's not him, maybe Christian Gonzalez, but like a cornerback will be the pick. And then uh, Lance Erlon has Michael Mayer, the tight end out of Notre Dame, going with that second pick. Do you think the Lions should consider a quarterback? E- and that could either be in the first round because we're hearing a lot of rumors of maybe Anthony Richardson or something like that, or on day two or three? I, I think, I mean, I think a day two or three quarterback is probably a better option for them. Um, 
I don't know that you give up a lot of assets to move up and try to get one of these quarterbacks. I mean, unless, look, if they want to wait or they trade back, maybe a Hendon Hooker is there because that would be interesting. Um, if he's going to redshirt anyway, let him sit, let him learn behind golf for a year, knowing he's not really going to play. You don't have to rush him and then maybe put him in, in that situation. But I do think they have to start planning for that future. They knew golf was sort of a bridge quarterback to begin with. Um, I don't think they had any long-term plans. And I think, I think after what they saw last year, they might be ahead of schedule in terms of what they're building there. So now you really do have to start thinking about that quarterback position because you know Goff is the guy. He's only going to get you so far. So you got to figure out who's the guy to take that next step. So I do think a, a quarterback in the second day of the draft makes a lot of sense for them, maybe the third day, but whatever. Somewhere along the line, they've got to get that quarterback position. Start thinking about the future. Um, but hey, if they want to go in the first round and they want to take a shot at Hendon Hooker, I wouldn't hate it. I mean, there's a guy with a lot of upside. Yes, he's older, but has a lot of upside, can play the game very well. Um, I mean, you and I, w behind the scenes, look, we, we had to be part of the, the broadcast boot camp with a lot of former players. We talked to Dante Stallworth, who admittedly is a little bit of a Tennessee homer, but he had a lot of great <laughs> things to say about Hendon Hooker. And again, with that red shirt year possibly coming because of the knee injury he suffered last year, you don't feel pressure to rush him in and get him to play right now. Let him learn. And then maybe in 2024 uh, is when you're looking at Hooker potentially being the starter in Detroit. My my thing with, with Jared Goff is I agree when they traded for him, he, he was an afterthought. It was like, all right, they'll get through two tank years with him. But now I feel like he's kind of re – he's fixed his image. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm like outside of Jalen Hurts, I don't know if there's – like I don't think Jared Goff is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. But in the NFC – Outside of Jalen Hurts, there's not many quarterbacks I would take over Jared Goff right now. Now you got me looking. Now you got me thinking about it, this. It's I like mean, Stafford, but who knows how healthy he I mean, is. So like, okay, Hurts, Dak for sure. Yes. I would take Dak. Um, I would take a healthy Kyler. Healthy Kyler. Uh, I mean, Gino and Goff are sort of on par, I think. Um, Derek Carr. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like Goff is right. In that grouping. I mean, there's a whole lot of guys where I'm like, maybe, but not. There's no. Yeah, Jalen Hurts, Dak, definitively. Um, Kyler, definitively. Maybe Daniel Jones. I don't know. I guess I guess I guess that proves your point. Though, like, right? like the Lions, I think, are in a position where they they can look to quarterback long term, but I don't think they have to. In fact, if I'm the Detroit Lions and I know how hungry this fan base is, maybe I think day two or three. Or if you trade back up for Hooker, I do like that. But I think I'm tempted to just use those first-round picks to load up on defense. You already have a great O-line and great skill position players, which can help elevate the quarterback. I think I'd be tempted to just go all in right now and see if I could load up this defense and, and make a run at it this season. That's what they need. I mean, offensively, they weren't a problem last year. It's just like they couldn't, they couldn't stop a running no. nose. They were awful last year. <laughs> they got to get better. So I think that makes a lot of sense this year. And, and I feel the same way with Seattle. Like, uh, I know we're going to talk about them, but I would just load up on defense and try to make a run at it with the veteran quarterback. But speaking of a team that will not be making a run at it this year with the veteran quarterback, the Green Bay Packers. And as we sit here today, we still have no idea when Aaron Rodgers will be coming to Jet. It just, it's going to happen at some point. Who knows? Um, 
but they have 10 total picks as of now before any Aaron Rodgers compensation is comes out. And their first pick overall is 15. Their team needs safety, tight end, wide receiver. Um, DJ has them pe- taking Paris Johnson Jr., the offensive tackle out of Ohio State. Miles Murphy for Bucky Brooks, the edge out of Clemson. And Lance Zerloin has them going Dalton Kincaid, the tight end out of Utah. We know they never have done it. Even when we thought they all should have taken a wide receiver they took a backup quarterback over him instead is this the year the Packers take a first round wide receiver they have to right I mean they have been so defense heavy in the first round it just you lose Alan Lazard who was your target leader your receptions leader last year um yes Christian Watson was great uh can he be as great with Jordan Love at quarterback we'll see uh Romeo Dobbs started hot faded midway through the year um you just have so many questions there right uh you know you you lose robert tunyon uh it's just they have to they have to have to have to if they're really serious about jordan love being their franchise quarterback or at least their starting quarterback you gotta get him something i mean this was a request that Rodgers had for this team for years i need help get me somebody else besides Devontae adams they never did Aaron Rodgers can make it work because he's one of the greatest players of this position we've ever seen. Jordan Love's not that. You can't just ask him to go out and make miracles with with Dubs and Watson and Aaron Jones catching the football. They've got to go out and spend some assets on that. I know that's not what a lot of the mocks are saying, um, but again, I just don't know how you survive this year if you really have designs on being at least competitive and maybe they don't i don't know but if they if they have designs on being competitive they've got to put pieces around jordan love and see what he can do um this is a year with maybe not a lot of high level wide receiver talent but there are a lot of guys to choose from and i think i think they've got to they've got to try to take a swing at somebody yeah i completely agree and and you could say like they've had success finding guys on day two but They've also swung and missed plenty of times, and I I think it's easier to find uh, someone like a Christian Watson on day two when you have a draft class like last year's, where it's very the high end talent is at a premium. Uh, this year it's going to be harder to find those those players in the later rounds. That they're, they're still out there, but I just think it'll be harder to find. So I agree. I I think they should be investing in this offense. You should want to build around your young quarterback that you've already invested so much into. But I thought you should have built around your MVP quarterback. So what do I know? Um, and rounding out the the North here is the Minnesota Vikings, who won the division last year. Uh, so many one-score wins last year. They, they had a very crazy season. They have five total picks this year, with their first being 23rd overall. Their team needs cornerback, uh, defensive lineman, and wide receiver in the first-round mocks. DJ has them taking Hendon Hooker. Quarterback out of Tennessee, which I think is really interesting because they're they're not owed anything to Kirk Cousins beyond this season. So he could be the perfect pit, pick to kind of red shirt that first year. Uh, Bucky Brooks has them taking Zay Flowers, which would be a fun fit there. Uh, and Lance Zerloin has them taking Drew Sanders, the linebacker out of Arkansas. And that's in a trade back with the Buffalo Bills, who he has the Bills trading up to 23 to take Bijan Robinson. Um I'm of the mindset, Marcus, that if I'm the Vikings, I think as much as I know they need some help on defense, I think they need a receiver pretty badly. They have just Justin Jefferson right now, then K.J. Osborne. They lost Adam Thielen. Um, 
is it as simple as any wide receiver can fit opposite of of uh, Justin Jefferson, or do you think there's some that fit better than others? I mean, I think there's some that fit, <clears throat> excuse me, better than others. Um, you know, this is a a draft very heavy on kind of slot receiver guys, uh, and I think you know you look at I don't know. I think a guy like Jalen Hyatt could be interesting. Um, a guy who can kind of stretch the field for them. I mean, Justin Jefferson does so much that, you know, you just want somebody who can kind of take the top off the defense. I think Jalen Hyatt can do that. I think an interesting combination would be, you know, we we always wanted to see what it would be like to have Stephon Diggs and Justin Jefferson together. Um, you know, why not another route-running technician, smaller guy like Jordan Addison, put him in the slot, let him sort of run some routes, see what it would have been like if you'd had Diggs and Jefferson in the same spot at one time. Uh, let me just pro- – I'm not saying Jordan Addison's going to be Stephon Diggs (laughs) before I get tweets about it, but I do think he has a lot of the same qualities, um, and that that could be sort of interesting. Um, You want to put somebody on the other side, just on the outside, where Thielen kind of was, maybe a Quentin Johnston, but I don't know that he's going to be there that late in the draft. So, I I mean, I think there are some guys you can certainly get there. I do think it's interesting, though, the other part of this is in uh, Lanzerline's mock, he has the Bills trading back. Uh, he has the Vikings moving up to 23, and he's got your Bills taking B. John Robinson. I, I would gladly love that. Um, I, as someone who thinks the Bills need to just take offensive players and build around Josh Allen, uh, I, I think Bijan, if they did that, that would be the first move that would make me be like, okay, maybe Josh Allen isn't going to run for 600 yards and six touchdowns like he does every year. Maybe they are – because – James Cook and Damian Harris don't have me thinking that right now, but Bijan certainly would. Uh, you didn't mention the wide receiver that I want. I don't know if it's possible. They'd have to maybe trade up or he'd have to fall, but Jack, uh, Jackson Smith and Jiba, mm-hmm. who right now we're hearing is only a slot specialist. One, you put that dude in the slot with JJ on the outside. I'll watch that all day long. But we also heard slot specialist about Justin Jefferson when he was coming out and, and look at what he was able to do. And I, I think JSN – could kind of, I'm not saying he's going to be Justin Jefferson before you get in my mentions now, but I think he could have a similar path where he comes in and he was asked to play the slot in college because they had two great outside, three great outside wide receivers on the team. And maybe he plays more on the outside. Again, he's not going to be JJ, but I think he could be better on the outside than a lot of people are giving him credit for. And I think those two together with TJ Hawkinson would make a super fun offense for Kirk Cousins to throw the ball to. Um, thanks for cutting this one out today. Appreciate it, man. Doing my best. <laughs> I'm going to say goodbye here now because we, <laughs> we want to save Marcus from having to talk anymore. Go get some tea, some, some cough drops and, uh, <laughs> uh rest up. Cause we're going to need you all draft season long, but that'll do it for this edition of the NFL fantasy po- uh, football podcast. Stay happy, safe and healthy. Do good and live well. And we'll talk to you again next week. <laughs> You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.